1: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled today to visit with Elir Zanku. Alir is the Chief Health Information Officer and and CIO at University of Illinois, Chicago. Great health system, great teaching hospital. Elir, can you take a moment and and tell us about yourself and your role uh, and also about U of I Chicago?
2: Absolutely, Scott. Uh, Well, uh, my... Title is a very uh, long title, job title. I'm uh, assistant vice chancellor for health system IT, the office of vice chancellor for health affairs at the University of Illinois Chicago. Our system is branded UI Health, uh, and our, off- our office has oversight of the health systems, health system's patient care mission, uh, served via 445 bed hospital, 30 outpatient clinics, and 13 FUHC clinics. Our teaching mission is comprised of seven large UAC health sciences colleges with several regional campuses. Significant part of our over half a billion dollar research portfolio is also healthcare-related sponsored research. So in numbers, we have oversight of over one2 8 billion budget out of the
1: 7.7 billion budget of the whole University of Illinois system. Amazing, and tell us about, you've had this great career there. Talk a little bit about, when you look at what you're doing today, what are you most focused on and excited about going into 2024? What what gets you up in the morning and gets you going? What are you most focused on and excited about? Uh,
2: Focus is a struggle. (laughs) But um, overall, I'm focused on sort of wider and deeper use of our uh, recent large investment in our integrated EHR system. We wanted to leverage the unique strengths of our health system, which is part of a large university system, in our relentless pursuit of our mission, health equity for all. Um, We're working to improve integrations with our dental services currently, the teaching and research activities in the dental college through integrations with EPIC. And we're approaching all our evaluations for future projects to identify the largest impact. Uh, An example for precision medicine, uh, we want to transform all interactions with our patients and contribute to education for the valuable discoveries in this field, which saves lives. We want both our providers and patients to learn in every interaction about it. Um, I'm also focused on contributions sort of on the back end, behind the curtains to improve health equity. For example, we invested a lot of effort and energy to contribute to the largest patient data research repository hosted by Epic called Epic Cosmos with our own quality data from our own patients. And this is how we will all reduce future biases of algorithms when we enrich the data to reflect reality. And um, as far as being proud of, I'm uh, very proud of uh, our national recognition for having the largest user base of Epic Cosmos researchers for which we have created a very unique, rapid onboarding process for both healthcare and non-healthcare researchers. There are many non-healthcare experts, very passionate about their field of study, who want to contribute in healthcare research, but there are many barriers based on which they just don't get a chance to contribute. And uh, I think we should all contribute that uh, we remove those barriers and enable all of them to help save lives in the future.
1: Thank you very, very much. And, And talk a little bit about when you think about really two other questions, first, what trends are you watching in healthcare currently? What trends are most pressing that you're watching the most closely? And then second, what advice to evolving leaders would you have earlier? Well,
2: trends watching trends is similar to the focus, uh, pretty difficult uh, this time. So it's difficult and time-consuming to identify and watch for trends in our industry and technology overall. There's lots of noise and hype with not much signal and valuable new trends. We certainly, as everybody reacted to the fascinating rise of the generative AI uh, trends, we have formed several groups of experts that are actively and carefully implementing some of these new amazing solutions. Um, I think we are at a very early stages in the, the generative AI trends, which Has a lot of potential for healthcare and higher education implementations. We have also sponsored the creation of a new institute at our university, which is exclusively focused on artificial intelligence and machine learning research for healthcare. In other trends on the IT side, we're also watching the rapid increase of costs in the cloud services, which inevitably That leads to discussions of optimizations in our services portfolio. And I would also highlight as trends, a rapid drop in costs for genetics tests, which for which we're working on enabling all our patients to be able to use. And we want to enable all our frontline providers with an enterprise wide initiative for frontline precision medicine. I think this area has very valuable developments. As far as uh, advice for evolving leaders, um, my advice for the evolving leaders would be to uh, never stop evolving, keep learning all the time, just about everything. Some areas will require that you dig deeper. And for some areas, you just need to be aware of the basic concepts. Evolving leaders, you must stay in constant learning mode as we are in a very incredibly rapid evolution mode with some areas experiencing sort of revolutionary discoveries. Basically, ignorant leaders can't lead. You must dedicate time and energy to keep learning, and that's how visions of future paths will become visible to you. I think this is well known by leaders, but I uh, just wanted to highlight that aspect.
1: No, I think it's a critical piece of advice, and if you focus on you got to keep on learning to be a lifelong learner. I think that advice itself is completely right on and invaluable. Take a moment on sort of the trajectory of your career and how your career evolved to where you're at today, just to give people some inspiration on sort of that evolution.
2: Well, um, I immigrated in the U.S. in 1999, and before that, uh, right out of school, uh, I came from Albania. Right out of school, I worked on a project to connect Albania with the internet. Sort of our motto was "Make Albania part of the global village," and uh, that trajectory has continued. As I arrived in U.S., I first uh, worked at the Illinois Institute of Technology to integrate student record system. Then I was at the University of Chicago working to integrate revenue cycle systems, and uh, here at the University of Illinois Chicago, uh, a massive project was underway to integrate a very large portfolio of systems, uh, which which took quite an effort. It it literally takes a village, a global village, to uh, to integrate some of these healthcare systems, but I I think. I.T. professionals must think of integrations think of all the systems of systems as platform all the time and uh, there are some benefits that are experienced right away as you integrate systems some of the benefits that our organization has experienced are some areas have had have experienced a massive growth um, and uh, we're just at the beginnings of adding more value into these integrations. So I think the, sort of the pursuit of integrations is very valuable in all industries for IT professionals, but especially
1: in healthcare. I think that's a, a fascinating background. Take one moment and tell our audience a little bit about Albania, because most people I don't think are very familiar with Albania. Beautiful, tell us just a little bit about it, if you don't mind, Eler. If you don't mind just just give us some information about albania
2: uh so today is november 28th uh the day of the independence of albania it's the 111th birthday Uh, albania is a nato member there are so many it's uh there are similarities with ireland where uh more there are more albanians outside of albania than in albania proper beautiful uh Place to spend some summer vacations or uh, travel. I have advised many of uh, friends uh, and give them hints where to explore Albania. Uh, during the right after World War II, the communism sort of locked down Albania, and it, the massive transformations that started in the nineties. Uh, that trajectory continues. So it's a place where changes happen every day. Um, So I I would highly encourage folks that want to explore a country that's uh, changing rapidly to uh, visit Albania.
1: You know, it's so fascinating. Thank you so much. Alayra, it's always a pleasure to visit with you. What an amazing, remarkable career. I love the U of I system, of course. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you
2: well scott i wanted to give thanks to you and the Becker staff you are one of the rare daily entries in many of the healthcare executives email inboxes so we read at least your subject line and we appreciate all your hard work to keep us all
1: informed many thanks well thank you very much we try thank you very much a labor of love thank you
0: it's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning stay sharp grow their networks